reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. And when we gather like this, because it's a good thing, good things happen to us. And today I want us to pray, going back to Luke 11 verse 13. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts. Unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly father. Give the Holy Spirit. To them that ask him. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is comparing. The kindness of a normal human being. That even as human beings. Who are evil. Who are evil We give good things To our children How much more Shall our heavenly father Give The holy spirit To them That ask You will see If you go to Matthew Chapter 7 Verse 11 This is how Matthew puts it If ye then being evil Know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask? So this morning you should expect good things. Amen. Because we have come to our Heavenly Father. Jesus. And our Heavenly Father. Likes to give us good things If you are not expecting good things You will not get good things If you are expecting good things You will receive good things Amen And, and if you compare Matthew seven eleven And Luke eleven thirteen, Where the same things are being said The same language The same thing The only difference is the Holy Spirit. 
in Luke 11, 13. Versus good things in Matthew 7, 11. And that means that the Holy Spirit is a good thing. As you are seated, lift up your two hands and ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Father to pour into your life. The Holy Spirit. More. More. More of the Spirit of God. Tell the Lord, Father, I need an abundant supply of your Spirit. More. 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 Your spirits. More. Wagadalaga <laughs> Now, I want to show you this morning why the Holy Spirit, just one reason, why the Holy Spirit, having the Holy Spirit in your life, is a good thing. Turn your Bibles to Acts. One of the things the Holy Spirit does in your life, which makes His presence in your life a good thing, is that He warns you, wow. He cautions you. Wow. The Holy Spirit is our guide. He guides us through this dark world. Even to pray. I would have thought that once we have escaped the world and we are in church, at least praying to God should be something with open channels. Even to pray. It's a dark world. We don't know how we ought to pray. Jesus. But the Spirit, the Spirit, once again, gives us utterance. So the Holy Spirit in our lives comes to give us guidance. Hallelujah. And one of the ways He guides us is to caution us 
wow. to warn us about impending danger. He speaks to us, Jesus, that something bad is about to happen. Hmm. Acts 27. much time was spent and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed Paul admonished them in verse 10 and what did he say says I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage not only of the lading that is the cargo the ship is carrying it's called lading even it's a word which is still used lading if you bring things from Amsterdam to Accra one of the things you will have to fill is a bill of lading a lading loading lady cargo that this voyage i perceive i sense in my spirit that this journey we are embarking on will be with much hurt and much damage not only of the lading and of the ship but also of our lives Every human being living on earth must have this supernatural ability to perceive. I sense that something bad is about to happen. I sense that this man is not a correct man that I am allowing into my life to do business with me this business partner I sense and most of the time there is hardly any evidence so you will realize that even when he spoke look at the next verse verse 11 nevertheless the centurion because Paul was being transported to Rome to be tried and he was under the guard of a centurion and his soldiers. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. As Paul was speaking, there was another voice on the ship that said, oh, don't mind these type of pastors, just talk by heart. Oh, what is what is wrong? We've been we've been doing this voyage. We've been traveling back and forth for the past thirty years. If you are a pastor, concentrate on your ministry. Leave us to do what we are doing. 
let's come and talk by heart that this is going to be a, a dangerous journey. Whatever. Don't mind these passes. Have you sailed on a ship before? Have you captained a ship before? You stand there, you just talk by heart. Nonsense. But you see, that's where you see the difference between this master of the ship and Peter. That's why Peter is a great person. Peter is a great person. Because just like this man, Peter was also a fisherman and had been fishing. And one day, a carpenter called Jesus, a carpenter, came to stand at the shore and told the fisherman, the professional fisherman, that cast your net this way. I mean, you should know that Peter should have slapped him by this time. Peter could have said, nonsense. If you are a pastor, concentrate on your work and stop giving. Are you a fisherman? But Peter said, we have toiled all night. Jesus. And we have caught nothing. Where you are saying we should cast the net. We have been working there all night. We've caught nothing. But nevertheless, at thy word, at thy word. You see, we are going to pray for the supernatural guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And one of them is to warn you. We are going to pray that you will be sensitive and open to the warnings of the Holy Spirit. The warnings. Nevertheless, at thy word, that from today, the Holy Spirit will be able to change the course of your life. Amen. That is the benefit of being a Christian. If the Holy Ghost cannot guide you, then you and an unbeliever are the same because we are all using our senses. We all see. We all hear. Hey. We all feel. The unbelievers see. They see the weather. We also see the weather. But you must have something more Jesus. than what your eyes are seeing Come and what your fingers it. are feeling. You must more. have more than what an unbeliever has. More. So I perceive that this journey will be with much hurt and damage to the cargo and our lives. We are going to pray. How many of you are ready to pray? I want you to just lift your hands for 10 seconds and say to the Lord, Lord, help me to live a supernatural life. Help me to live a supernatural life. Help me to go beyond my senses. Help me to Even if it is one senses. step let me have spiritual feelings perception by the spirit 
in my business, in my ministry, in my relationships. Something, something supernatural. Lord, I can't be like an unbeliever who also uses his ears and eyes. I mean, how? Give me something more than my eyes. Give me something more than my ears. Masatola Oh, Malamakasa, Diriki Keperenenika, Legaini Mandolobako, Sanayandala Mayanda. Do you know that, even if you look to your left here, the guys playing the instruments, bass guitar, they've got an ability. Say, can you do it? Okay, go and play the keyboard and let's see. You can't play at all. You go. Go and play. Go and play. David, get up. Just play it again. Is it a horror movie we are watching? It's a horror movie. Yeah. Horror movie. Clap your hands for our new keyboardists. Wow. Oh, sit down and play. My friend, move from there. <laughs> but still clap for him. Jesus. And David, play. If we say, oh yeah, na na do yeah, oh, oh. is it nice? Clap for this second keyboardist. You see that this second keyboardist has an ability. Ability. That this one does not have our first keyboard is teaching. So there are abilities. Our video man has an ability that we don't have. If you give a computer to our pastor, he will do things with the computer that this keyboard is also cannot do. Abilities, say abilities. Abilities, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to pray for one supernatural ability that either you have it or you don't have it, and it's an ability to perceive in your spirit that the Holy Spirit is warning you about something. You must have it, you either have it 
or you don't have it ability and if you don't have it it means that you are now tuned to self destruction if you can perceive look at verse 11 the centurion believed the master they believed the senses the eyes verse 12 more than those things which Paul said and because the heaven was not commodious to winter in the more part advised to depart thence also if by any means they might attain to finish and there to winter that is where they were if winter caught you there so they were advised to move the ship to finish and there spend winter next verse and when the south wind blew softly say softly softly Softly. many people look at the soft wind Hmm. the wind that is blowing softly and they set sail in their marriage Jesus. the wind that is blowing softly and they set sail in their business because if you ask they will tell you the wind is blowing softly it means the weather is good but there is a man with a special perception who perceives something beyond the soft perceived the wind was blowing softly cool deceptive way. So they sailed in the cool. And they were sailing. Wow. And as they were sailing, they were calling the pastor a fool. They were, they were telling each other. They were boozing and laughing. That man would have spoiled our journey. <laughs> like when the pastor says, don't marry this woman. And then you continue marrying. Three years, two years. Four years. You have five children in four years. Five children in four years. And you be lying. Like, look, and you look into her eyes and say, Look, Bishop almost spoiled our family. Hey, if we had listened to Bishop, we would not have had this. Yes. But look at. But not long after. Kasula mm. Bagaya. See. We need we need the ability to see after. After from today, you can see beyond. Jeez. You need the ability to see beyond what the eyes can see. Hey. Yeah, Paul was seen beyond. Beyond. And not long after, there arose against it a tempestuous wind. Hey. From the cool and the soft wind. Soft. There arose now. A tempestuous wind called the Euroclidon. Hey, hey. Hurricane Euroclidon. Hey. Sabola Kataba. Sakata. Fifteen. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. We, we, we just allowed the ship to just move. Sixteen. And running under a certain island which is called Clouda, we had much work to come by the boat. 17. Which, when they had taken up, they used helps and the girding the ship, and fearing lest they should fall into the quicksand, 
strict sail and so were driven. What about the Englishes? And we being exceedingly tossed. Hey. Tossed in your marriage, tossed in your life. Some of you are being tossed. Jesus. You've gone to put your capital in a business and it's tossing you. You've gone to propose to a woman, you married her, and she is tossing you. You have given your heart to a certain man and he's tossing you. Yes. The next day, they lightened the ship. It's a sad word to lighten a ship. Very sad. That is the cargo that was on the ship. They threw them into the sea. They threw the boxes, the rice, the wheat into the sea. They dashed the sea to the fish for the fish to eat rice. Some of you are carrying things in your life that a tempestuous wind will force you to throw away. Throw away your virginity. Throw away your peace of mind. Minister. Some, some, some people have even thrown away their property mm. because they would not listen. People leave a good church like this and go and follow some prophets. By the time he's done with you, you have lightened your life of your car, your house, hey. your bank account. You are zero. 19. And all because you lack the ability to perceive. And the third day, we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. 20. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, no small tempest lay on us. All hope that we should be saved was taken away. There was no hope. Because he had warned them that this journey is going to have problems. But the people who didn't have the spiritual ability to perceive said, oh, nonsense. We are going to pray that you will be sensitive to the promptings of this. Every minute, not day, not every day, every minute, when you are, even when you are speaking, when you are sending somebody a text message, I was going to send a message to somebody yesterday. The Holy Spirit said, don't send it. It's going to create problems. Not every day, every moment. All hope that we should be saved was taken away. 21. But after long abstinence, Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Says, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. Your life should should gain rather blessings and gain peace and gain happiness. But now, because you could not hear the voice of the Spirit, you have gained harm. Hey, I don't I don't even understand the English. To gain loss, to gain. I thought you would gain gain, but you you've gained loss. That that is your 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 profit is minus forty thousand dollars. I said, your profit is what? Minus $40,000. There are girls who have gained slaps. There are men who have gained pimples. It's a man, but he's got pimples. There are men, when they sit down, they they sit like... 
that because he has gone to marry a certain woman, he saw hips and buttocks. My God. Yes. But if unbelievers are marrying because of hips and buttocks, you, a man who is a born again Christian, should have more More. than the size of breasts. Jesus. I'm preaching already. We are having a church service. Mm. But because you lack the ability to perceive, you have gained the right. It's like it's not normal. It's not normal. Verse 22. Then Paul is going to speak again. Now I exhort you, be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the sheep. And he gave the reason. 23. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. May an angel, that angel has come to my bedroom many times. Oh yes. Yes. You see, you see, all of us have got angels. But some of you cannot hear their warnings. Paul isn't special. Everyone, even your children, they've got angels. But when they speak, you don't hear. Because you are full of natural senses. Yes. Your mind, once you have seen the breasts and the anemona buttocks. No advice by your pastor. No, no. A man with khakis, please. My family, my father, my uncle, nobody in my family has ever built a house or owned a car. Now a man with khakis and a house is wants to marry me. Please. You are jealous, pastor. What? Do you want to marry me? You want to add me to your wife? <laughs> For there stood by me an angel. Stand to your feet. I feel something. Sakataba. Look, look, look. By this prayer, we are elevating ourselves above unbelievers' lives. We, we, we are going higher than what, how, how unbelievers. We are praying just one prayer, then we'll sit down. The choir will start ministering. We are, we are having church. One prayer. One prayer. Lord, make me different from an unbeliever. Different. Give me perception. Hey, perception. Give me perception. Perception. Let me hear. Yes. something more than the weather, how the sun is shining, should not be the only reason why I'll behave. The Bible says, if you observe the weather, you will not sow. Yeah, sometimes I'll I'll ask, sow the seed, and when you examine your account, realize that no, I can't sow the seed. If I sow the seed, this will happen. What you don't know is that there is something coming Mm. to replace that seed. But because you failed, a harvest has been denied you. 
Lift your two hands. Girls. Beautiful girls that a man will propose to. You need this yes. perception. Perception. Handsome men who will see girls to marry. You need this. Perception. Businessmen who will need business partners. You will need this. Businessmen who will choose projects and contracts. You will need this. That an angel should stand by you. That you will need to be able to hear the angel. You need to be able to perceive. So on two occasions, Paul, one of them he said, I perceive. Then the second one he said, an angel. So this man clearly is living beyond human senses. Jesus. He is living beyond human senses. Beyond. He is living beyond the weather. What informs his actions is beyond a fair weather or nice weather. There is a voice that speaks to him. Lift your two hands and begin to pray. And say, Father, the perception of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to have the Holy Spirit. It's a good thing. Matthew 11, Matthew 7, 11. It's a good thing. Pray. Lift your hands. Perception. 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 Holy Spirit. Speak to me. Speak to me. Holy Spirit. Speak to me. Warn me. Father, touch my ear. Father, touch my ear. To be sensitive. To be sensitive. Sensitivity. Pray. Kakaruata, kakaruata, 
Kakarwata, Layatara Barapande and Ekeriata Baliminiamba, Pega Grego, Pega Grego, Pega Grego, Aleatinia Sasa, Iapaya, 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 Leana La Granda Barababa, Oh Nemene, Brito Paya, Brito Paya, Payaba Panda Soka. Isaiah 60 verse 2 says Isaiah 60 verse 2 Look at it Behold Darkness If you believe it That is I don't know Darkness Shall cover the earth And cross Darkness Shall cover the people if you will believe it, I will tell you that what you are seeing is not real. Nothing you are looking at is real. If you believe it, I will tell you that you are looking at what you are seeing like a man will say he, he can see the speaker through darkness if you are looking at me whatever you are seeing it's not it it's, it's not it you need light to be able to tell who you are talking to And clap your hands if you want to clap your hands. I'm not stopping. You need light to be able to tell where you are staying. You may think the room is nice with a bed and sofa and light and so on, but you need you, you, look anything you are seeing, eh, you are seeing through darkness. These speakers I'm seeing here. Like I'm seeing two or three. Okay, from where I'm standing. It's two nice speakers sitting somewhere there. So when I'm asked to report, Brother Edwin, what did you see? Also, I saw two speakers. Is that all? Say yes. Can't you see two speakers? Say, can you see two speakers? Yes, I can see. Yes. But we are looking at these two speakers in darkness. Aye. If the Holy Spirit throws light Tabo, on oh, this platform, brass. you will see an angel standing there. Oh. If the Holy Spirit opens your eyes, to look at the hotel room you are staying in, you will realize that there's a monkey sitting on top hey! of the light. He said, darkness. Believe me, oh, that when I see this beautiful girl, look at her eyes. Look at her nose. Hey, don't smile. When you smile, you are disturbing me. Stop smiling. You are causing problems to me. Ah. Onale, 
nice girl as you want. But if the Holy Ghost shines another light, ah, uh, another light, another light. If you will believe it, cross darkness. Like if you, oh, that's that's Lorraine. That's nice. No, no. I need more than what my eyes are seeing. I need a that is why um in Daniel chapter 5, verse 14, he said this was an unbeliever speaking. This was an unbeliever speaking, so we can excuse him. He said, he said. But he said, I have even heard of thee mm. that the spirit of the gods yes, is in thee, and that light hey. wherever the spirit is, there is light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. The spirit of God is in you, and that light. light. It's, it's dark here. Huh. It's very dark here. I see. Very, very dark. Once a while, I've had text messages from church members who have seen angels on the stage. Mm. They've seen light. I was preaching one day. Somebody said, You saw a light that it can blind your eyes. Yes, Behind me. Like a bright light. Light. But even me, I can't, I can't see. I've been ministering in different places and people have seen things that I can't see. So you may think it's a dusty stage. Hey. But what you don't know is that if the pastor says that, come and put an offering here, it's not an offering you are putting out. As you as you take your hand, you are taking a baby away. You are taking a car away. But you won't see. All you see is dust is on the stage. Sama and Amoka. The spirit of the gods hey. is in thee. And that light. light. <laughs> and understanding. Ranaha. And excellent wisdom. Lift your hands. As for more of the Holy Spirit. More Holy Spirit. So that you will not, you will not, you will not judge after the seeing of the eye or the hearing of the ear. Yes. yes, you will not judge after the seeing of the eye or the hearing of the ear. Pray. We are having church. Open your mouth and pray. Clap your hands and pray.
Krenda, Krenda, Le Pele Gada, Iliagada, Mitiki Pariata Nakara, Piadaba, 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 Makar Wadayanaba, Piatia, Piatia, Negeben Jagame, Rusara, Rusara, Rakata Chameroa, Lemebe, Bubu, Banana, Ayuanda Nama Manta, Lenka, Lenka, Legare, into your body into your eyes supernatural yes spiritual supernatural spiritual spiritual senses to perceive even when the weather is clear you have more than just a weather man weather man more than what the weather man will tell you your spirit says no I feel there's a problem. Lift your hands and receive. Receive perception. Receive sensitivity. 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 Pray. Jesus. Lord, give me sensitivity. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That we are not blind anymore. No. We are grateful, Lord. Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. It's testimony time. Not everybody looks excited. I said it's testimony time. These people, it's like you're not expecting testimonies today. I said it's testimony time. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 9 and verse 26, please. The Bible says... For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed of 
when he shall come in his own glory. Hallelujah. You see people landing screaming. And nobody is shouting, I receive it. But let me tell you something. The reason why this verse is important to you and should be important to you is because last week I told you that there was going to be an outbreak of testimonies. I said there was going to be an outbreak of testimonies. You people don't believe it. I said there was going to be an outbreak of testimonies. So I'm, I'm releasing the scripture to tell you not to sit on your testimony. There are many of you that God is already working in your lives. But most of you are sitting on your testimony. But I believe that you are breaking that habit. And you are breaking that spirit. Because I'm declaring today that there will be testimony traffic in this house. I said there will be testimony traffic in this house. There will be so many testimonies that you won't be able to find a space. Receive your own today. I said receive your own today. So to bring us our first testimony, help me welcome on stage Sarah Addison to bring us the first testimony. Put your hands together as she comes on stage. Put your hands together, put your hands together. Oh, I don't feel your excitement. I don't feel your hand clock. Amen. Sarah, how are you? For most of you who are wondering what she's doing here, she's just giving her support. It's not easy to stand in front of you people. Put your hands together for her. Amen. I want to thank God for how he made me pass my exams through divine intervention. He passed your exams? Yes. Through divine intervention and then um, Bishop Doug and then using my tithe. Wow combination yes please tell us how it happened okay this is how it happened normally um i just finished i finished my line uh, my nursing training that was last year and then normally around getting to the end of the examination we do have in-house classes so this is the time that normally we gather ourselves solve past questions go through most all the books because even in the school exams it's not easy when you talk of the external exams so a time came, the day of the examination came, and then pressure. pressure. I know I have learned everything. You when you turn here, I have read this. If we solve this question, I've gone through everything. And then the day, the D day came. When anytime the, like the exams comes on, normally it's 20 um, supervisors, five supervisors. But my time was 25. Hey. So it was now by five. No, plus 20. Yes, that's I'm saying yes. by five is 20, yes. so by five. Yes. So uh, there was so much tension. No matter the amount of devils, no, man, no matter the amount of security, no matter the amount of arrows that are fired at you, I'm declaring to you today that you shall arise. I said, I'm declaring to you today that you shall sing the victor song, receive a new melody. So that this particular guy, normally we are three Addisons, and we are very close. Three so, Addisons. Three Addisons. So, no, I, God forgive me, I had a plan of just cheating. We had the erasers and the signs to do to pass because it was our life. And then. <laughs> Say yeah. yeah. So, there was this particular guy behind me that when he's cheating, he makes it obvious. So, the main supervisor got up from her stage and came to stand behind me. So, the cheating didn't come on. I couldn't cheat again. I'm sure that was an angel. I said, I'm sure that supervisor was an angel. May an angel also warn you. 
We have just prayed this morning And I'm saying that may an angel also stand by you And keep you in check May you not go the evil way May you not go off track But may you stay on course in the name of Jesus So one shout from the main supervisor Made me forget everything that I have learned Everything Has it happened to you before? That you forget everything that you've learned So what happened? I left the examination hall every t- after I started writing the exams. From minutes five, three questions, and then sub questions. I couldn't even solve the main question, and then I just solved like two or three sub questions, and then a whole question two, three. I couldn't answer. Hey. I left the examination like stop work. I left there crying because I knew that daddy has gone on pension. How am I going to pay the school fees again? Hey. Go and write research. I was dead. Hmm. I didn't know what to do. So I just placed the, the pen down, started crying, and then left for the second paper tomorrow. Whilst coming, I had a voice on my ear telling me that it's well. You heard just a what? A, a voice. That said what? That it's well. That said what? It's well. That said what? It's well. That said what? It's well. I declare that it is well with you it's too. Well. I said, I declare that it is well with you too. When everything looks out, when it looks like it's over, may you also hear a voice reassuring you that it is well. Receive that blessing. So after the, uh, the entire paper, I came home and then I realized that if I don't pray, I don't know what to do. So I went for my tithe. I was like, what have I done to stand on to pray, to ask for favor? I've contributed for some of the things in church. What other thing do I have? And I remember the tithe. That have been pain. And then some messages of Bishop Dago was saying prophecies that he was like, I see you passing your exams. I didn't believe myself because I knew that I haven't written anything. But like, I, kept, I see you passing your exams. I still didn't believe it, but I, I like it. Why don't I just believe and then receive it? I see passing it. I was like, Amen. 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 And I took my time and I stood on it and then prayed. And to the glory of God, he put that. No, but wait, wait, wait. You said you took your what? After you. you I you took my tithe. Your tithe. My tithe card. Your what? My tithe card. Your what? My tithe card. For, I took my tithe card from when we were in victory service. Hey. Since that time. And then first love at Winneba. I took everything. I, I pinned them down. I took my tithe card. When we were in victory service, I took it. And then when, whilst I was in school, I was still paying my tithe. I took that tithe card too. I pinned them on the wall. And I quoted the Malachi 3.10. Jesus. I wrote everything word for word. And I'm like, God, if this is your word, show your blessing in my Jesus. Response. I see that blessing of a tithe prayer coming upon you. I said, I see the blessing of a tithe prayer upon you. If you can also get aggressive. If you can also get aggressive and attach some faith as you pay your tithe. You can also bring your tithe card. You can also bring that envelope as you're about to pay your tithe. You tell God, God, you know that you are my supplier. You know that you provide. Do for me. May the Lord do for every tithe prayer here. Receive the blessing now. May the windows of heaven open over you. And may the Lord pour out a blessing right now. Take it now. Oh, no, no, no. You didn't take it. I said, take it now. I said, take it now. I said, take it now. Especially to the tithe prayers. Receive the blessing now. May a testimony be attached to your tithe praying. Receive it now. Wow. What I will say is that we will all have needs and needs will surely always come. So this is the time that you have to start paying. If you are not paying tithe, I encourage you to pay your tithe. 
so that when a need comes, you can call on it and then God will surely come through for you. Amen. Amen. May the Lord also answer that need. May the Lord also make a way for you. May you receive results that you did not expect. I said, may you receive results that you did not expect. If you are expecting five, receive ten. If you are expecting twenty, receive one hundred. I see the Lord multiplying your end. I said, I see the Lord multiplying your end. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Put your hands together and to and help me welcome on stage to bring us our first second testimony. Mr. Apwache, put your hands together for Mr. Apwache as he comes on stage. Put your hands together, put your hands together. Oh, you don't look excited at all. Yes, he's a film star. Amen. Amen. Please talk to us. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's, it, it all started when my father and the whole family, we moved from a place to settle in our hometown. And it's, my father was a strong Christian. And as soon as we landed in our hometown, within a week, he started drinking. And it was not a small thing. His own is not like he will get booze and come straight to the house. He would drink and insulting people in town, misbehaving, falling in gutter. So my perception about him changed that mm. this man doesn't deserve to be my father. Like hey. you are dis- you disgracing yourself, drinking, just common drinking, you cannot stop. So common drinking. Is drinking common? I said it's drinking common. I said it's drinking common. If it is common in your life, may it become uncommon. I said, if you have familiarize yourself with drinking, may the Lord dry up that appetite in the name of Jesus. Can never be so common. I was not minding him. I talked to him anyhow, always arguing with him, challenging him. And it's like when I'm even feeling a form and I have to write my father's name, it takes me a while to remember his, his name. And I was not giving him money. So I gave him an option that if I give you money, you use it to drink. So for you to receive my money, then you better stop the drinking. Otherwise, I'm not giving you anything. You gave your father options. Yes. And so since then, I was, I was not minding him. Then somebody called me that he's, he cannot see. Then I, I, I was not like, I'm not having any feeling for him. And then they will call, Charlie, now your father cannot see you crowd. First he was seeing small, small. So I didn't mind. Then one day, Bishop one day. preached about honoring fathers. Bishop preached and about what? Honoring fathers. Hmm. And these are the things he talked about. He says that when you don't honor your father, your children will also not honor you. He's preaching. And he says that the Bible says we should honor our father. It is, it is you, that, that word, it is a command. You can't do anything about it. Mm. Your father doesn't have to take you to a, a good school. Mm. Your father doesn't have to build a house for you before you honor him. And then he, as, I, as I sat down, I realized that. And he also said that your father can curse you or he can bless you. So as I sat there, I was, I was, I was at fault. And at that time, when I look at my life, 
well, I could realize some things that my father is doing. I'm also going the same line. May the Lord begin to deliver you. May the Lord begin to deliver you. Whoever in your family whose life you are tied to, if it is not a good path, may the Lord begin to separate you from that path in the name of Jesus. So what did you do? So I, I called him and I went to the village and when I went there, it was true. He was not able to see. He was hitting himself. My mom is dead. He couldn't see at all. He couldn't see Please at all. let them all. understand it all. He couldn't see he at couldn't all. He couldn't see at all. Not partial all. blindness. He couldn't see. Not blurred vision. No, he, he couldn't, couldn't see. Couldn't see. So there was some sores on his legs because mm. when he's trying to come out, he will be hitting and all that. So I brought him to Accra and I took him to Emmanuel Clinic. So the optometrist examined him and he called me aside and he told me that this is a cataract. So it's a, it's a crowding of the lens which affects the eye. You have become a doctor then, by force. So, so he told me that they would do a surgery for him. So I arranged and they, they, he told me that they would do one first later they would do the other one so they and he told me that he wants to give himself to god he Jesus. wants to may the way you honor your father turn somebody's heart to god i said may the way you honor your parents may the way you honor your parents may the way you honor your fathers your mothers may it turn somebody's heart to god may somebody come to god because of you so he asked me to buy few dresses for him hmm. to start the church and as of today he has never tasted alcohol again he's always in church he goes to church in the morning i was shocked i didn't know sda people they are they go they keep long in church he leaves in the morning and he will come in the evening and i asked him daddy why are you coming at this time he says that they are meeting the pastor and they are doing other things i see honor rising up of your heart I said, I see honor rising up of your heart. Some of you are not on good terms with your parents. But may the Lord turn your heart around. And may the Lord deliver a testimony that you've been waiting for. Receive that blessing now. So as you stand today, your father can see. He's, he's saved. Just because you turned your heart around. Yes, it's because I, I, I obeyed my bishop. The way he spoke. And I want to encourage someone here. This message can only be found in Lighthouse. Honor your parents. Anytime there is a Father's Day and I post something on our page, it's like, Charlie, you are making too noise. You don't know how wicked some parents are, some fathers are. And I believe that somebody here, you may go through my situation. Don't listen to anybody, especially when your mother keeps reminding you about how your father left her or how your father didn't pay your school hmm. fees and more treated you so i want to thank god and i want to thank god for the life of our bishop may god bless him and may god and wisdom amen put your hands together put your hands together put your hands together hallelujah you don't understand the testimony but i see the lord doing it for you too may the lord do it for you May every stony heart be broken and turn to God in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Oh, you be church, are we here? Oh, you be church, are we here? Are we ready? Oh, no, no, no. I only heard three people shout. Are we ready for what is about to come? Are you sure you're ready? Let me give you a reason. Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 9. Hallelujah. Are people expecting this morning? Because something supernatural is about to happen. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. You don't understand the scripture. I said, breathe upon me, that they may live. This morning... I'm happy to announce to you that there's a man of God in our midst who has been sent with a word of prophecy. There's a man of God in our midst who by the grace of God has command over the winds. He will be speaking from the left. He'll be speaking from the right. He'll be speaking from all directions. And whatever must come to you will come to you. I'm happy to announce to you that whatever is dead in your life after this sermon, after he ministers this morning and is receiving life, no matter how dead your situation is, I prophesy to you that the anointing in this house, the anointing at this moment is going to cause you to rise up again. Indeed, if the same spirit that dwelled and raised up Jesus from the dead exists in you, then that same spirit is going to quicken you this morning. Are you ready for the prophecy? Are you ready for life this morning? Then all over this room, scream raw as we welcome the ministry of bishop edwin morgan your hands for Jesus. Lift your two hands to the Lord and ask him to speak to you today. Ask him to send a word to you that will light up your life. Ask him to send a word to you. Open your mouth and pray. The Bible says he sent a word to Jacob. And that word lighted up Israel. Ask the Lord to light up your life. Thank you, Jesus the mighty blessing of your presence we know our lives are changed and we know we will not be the same again I want to see your hands lifted up now and receive grace grace yes receive grace receive grace for the seasons that are ahead of you. Oh, yes. 
receive grace for the seasons that are ahead of you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for new abilities. Thank you for blessed grace. We know our lives will not be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Clap your hands. Today, I want to talk about the three Maybe I can do one or two. I don't know if it's three. The three rewards. For honoring fathers. The three rewards. For honoring fathers. I told you two Sundays ago. That when we talk about fathers, God Himself is a father. Our Father, which art in heaven. So these three rewards also apply to honoring God the Father with our tithes. That's why in this church, Every member pays tithes. Every member pays tithes. And today, I'm showing you the reward that comes from paying tithes. But that is just 10% of the message. Next two Sundays, We have Galatians 6, 6, Sunday. On the 7th of October. And it is a time. It is a time we have set aside to honor our father. Look. When you see someone advancing in life, shining in life, you are looking at somebody you should go near to congratulate. Because that person has done many things to earn him that level of brightness. I want to remind you this morning that you have many fathers. Not so many, but there are also many. And each father you fail to honor will cost you what I am about to share with you today. 
you have a responsibility to honor your biological father. You heard the testimony. And that testimony, our brother said, Mr. Abwadi said, is an incomplete testimony. Because he has not seen what is about to come upon his life yet. That his father is now in church. Goes to church in the morning. Some of you think it's only lighthouse that we go to church in the morning and we come back in the evening. But you are hearing that there are other churches that also do the same thing. Yes. Yes. From sunrise to sunset. And that will still not be enough. Because you spend over 80% of your time outside the church. 90%. Yeah. But I'm saying that, that his father goes to church cannot be the end of that testimony. The end of that testimony will be these three things I'm about to preach about. Happening to him practically. That is when we can clap properly that the testimony has ended. But for now, it's a middle of a testimony. But it's good. He came to share. You owe your biological father honor. I want to encourage everyone who wants to do well in life. To buy this book. Those who are dangerous sons. This is one of the prosperity messages. If you want to prosper. You need to know what is in this book. Otherwise. You will never do well in life. But not only do you have a biological father. You also have other fathers. Actually, chapter 3 of this book deals with 10 types of fathers. And I think I will go through them very quickly. The first type of father, you see, I'm talking about three rewards. Just three. That will descend on you when you honor a father. So I need to help you to know who your fathers are. I have already begun by pointing out your number one father called our father in heaven. If you honor him with your first fruits, you honor him with your substance. These three things I'm about to preach about will also happen to you because he is also a type of father. But apart from our heavenly father, 
we also have other fathers. One of them is, the second one is, your father in Christ. I'm teaching you in English. Your father, you, you are supposed to have a father. Mm. Hey. Mm. Some of you sitting here have forgotten how you came to church. The person through whom you got to know Jesus Christ. How can you forget her? How can you forget him? See, when I say father, I mean, I'm sure you know what I mean, father, mother. Some of you got born again through a mother. I mean, I'm talking about a Christian. You are in church, born again. There is somebody who led you to Christ. Not church. Not church. That's a different story. Somebody led you to Christ. Somebody prayed with you to be born again. That person who prayed with you to be born again gave birth to you. You see, who is a father? I think it's important to answer that question. Who is a father? Because if you can answer this question, everything I'm saying will make sense. And by that I mean mother, father. Who is a father? A father is someone who causes you to exist. That's all. So I am existing as a human being. Hold me. Am I a human being? Can you feel flesh, bones? Squeeze the hand. Can you feel bones? It's because of somebody who caused my existence. My mother could have aborted me. So a father generally is someone who causes you to exist. Perfect definition. There's nothing bigger than that. I think that alone should clear all these seven, uh, ten points. Because you may not know, but you exist in different forms. Now, I exist as a human being. A short man standing in front of you here. And somebody caused me to exist as a man. As a short man. But I also exist as a Christian. There was a time I was smoking, drinking, fooling. And then somebody led me to Jesus. As soon as that person finished praying with me, that person gave birth to me. So I I began 34 years ago to exist not only as a physical human being, but also as a born again Christian. 
that is how I exist now. So when you see me, you are not only seeing an engineer, you are not only seeing a pharmacist, but you are also seeing a born again Christian. That's me. And somebody caused me to exist as a born again Christian. And I owe that person honor. If I don't honor that person who gave birth to me, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 15. Watch it. It's appearing right there. Though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the agency of the gospel. So in my case, the person who gave birth to me to be a Christian is my wife. It is only in the kingdom of God that you can marry your spiritual mother. You are allowed to marry your spiritual mother. Yes, yes. You can marry your spiritual father. You can, you can, you can even marry your spiritual daughter. Yes. Oh yes. Ah, but why should you rear pigs and eat tilapia? Hey, you have a poultry farm, and you are buying a money, a money. You are allowed to marry your spiritual daughter. Not your biological daughter. (laughs) Yes. You can marry your spiritual uncle. Yes. Your spiritual father in Christ's brother. See me later. I'll give you the permutations. No, 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 no. I, I will never spend time and money and energy counseling, praying for, visiting, following up, raising a girl to become a good woman and then go and marry what? That one is my own. It's my own. Yeah. Like, my wife, she married her spiritual son. It's possible you don't have a beloved because you don't have a spiritual son. I'm saying it's it's possible that the reason why at your age you are not married is that you don't have a spiritual son or a spiritual daughter. Receive one. So my wife is not just a wife to me. Her value to me is more than just a marriage wife. Yeah. So I relate with her beyond marriage. It's not marriage. She has another value. If I had married Esther or Lydia or Susie, she would have been just a wife. Most wives are just wives. 
But my wife is not just a wife. She is also a spiritual person. I have to honor. I owe her honor not because of a wife. But because she gave birth to me. Yes. When you see somebody has been blessed there, the person has a wisdom that is complex. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't listen to how people treat their wives for him to also treat his wife. Like, because to him, it's when he comes home, it's not just a wife he's coming to. He's coming to somebody who must be honored, especially for one act she performed 34 years ago. Mm-hmm. So because I honor my mother, my spiritual mother, you'd be surprised how I can get a contract to make a road or contract to buy cement for uh, Ghana ports and highways or a contract to, to do If I was a businessman, I'm, I'm getting contracts. You may think it's because I have got contacts, but because I have honored my wife who is a mother to me, in a sense. So there is such a thing as your father or your mother in Christ. Go and find that person and honor that person. The next father is your father in the ministry. So once again, when you see somebody who is a, la- a pastor, a lady pastor, you, for instance, Lord, you are on a normal day, you are a politician. On a normal day. Had it not been for church, yes, somebody, did somebody give birth to you in Christ? Somebody led you to Christ? Or you got born again yourself? Somebody led me to Christ. So you have that person in London or Ghana. In London, so I don't know what you are. That one's up to you. But after being born again, you would have been a politician, and he is. But, but he is standing here today as a man of God, as a pastor. Now, somebody made you, not that somebody appointed you a pastor, somebody taught you how to visit, how to preach, how to do this, how to start a church, how to start a center. Somebody had meetings with you and birthed you into the ministry. That person, if he's a woman, is your mother in the ministry. If he's a man, is a father in the ministry. Honor the person. Sometimes the person who led you to Christ may be different from the one who led you into the ministry. It's like the person who taught you how to smoke may be different from the person who taught you how to fornicate. They are fathers. The last father is father in sin. Your father in sin. Find him. 
So some of you may not be doing well in the ministry. Can you imagine a pastor who has broken away from a church pastored by his father in ministry taking members away and has started a ministry down the road? Do you think that pastor will have these three blessings on his life? Never because he has dishonored his father in the ministry. A curse is on him. He may build four houses for his biological father. But what he doesn't know is that he also has a father in the ministry who must be honored. See, many of us don't think along these multiple roads. You think you prosper by just going on one Dodoa road. To prosper, you need to travel on different roads. You, your car, at the same time that it's on the Dodoa road, should be on the Kaswa road, should be on the Bibiri road, should be on the Tamamoto way, should be at the Konongu road. You need different roads. Naturally, normal life, if you want to go to Agomeda, it's one road. But spiritually, if you want to go to the Agomeda of your spiritual life, you don't use only one road. You must, as I'm standing here, I am on different roads at the same time. Because prosperity is complex. You don't know what it takes to have the type of church you are sitting in. Let's not start that one. It's unnecessary. You don't know what it takes to have the life standing in front of this quality of life standing in front of you here. You don't have any idea. So many people will never do well because they don't understand. Even Christians, even pastors, that's why they are pastors who can rise above 20 members. I saw 20 members. Reverend Michael, when, when did we see 20 members in our church? 24 years ago. 24 years ago. 25. That I saw a church of 20 members. Since then, I have never. If you send me right now to, to Dodoa Forest, inside the forest, to start a church, I won't pastor 20 members. I've gone far because I am, I am, I am, I am traveling on dual carriageways. At the same time, I'm honoring my biological mother, honoring my mother in Christ, honoring my father in the ministry, and then there's also your father, your, 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 um, yes, your, your spiritual father. That one is also different. You see, the person who got you born again is your father in Christ. Now, when you are in the church also, sometimes somebody takes you up. Now, sometimes one person can play all these roles. But sometimes they are different roles. Someone brings you to... So, we actually call it the fatherhood relay. You know relay? Oh, um, 100 by 4. Or 400 by 4. You run, uh, you just give the baton to someone and he also runs and so say, really? So somebody brings you to church. Like, 
We had our salvation rally last Friday. Somebody brought you to church. But in the church, somebody will take over from that one who brought you to church and teach you how to be spiritual. And then somebody will also take over from you and teach you how to do ministry, to be a shepherd, be a basenta leader. Now, the person who taught you spirituality, how to be spiritual, how to understand that you must have your quiet time, is different from being led to Jesus Christ. The person who taught you that fornication is wrong. Pay your tithes. Wake up and pray. Meet me at the gardens. I'm taking you to Anakazo. 100% prayer, uh, um, answered prayer gardens. We are going to fast and pray. Not for church, just to be a Christian. Now, if you are here and you don't have that type of person, who is helping you to be a spiritual person, pray that God will send you one. Yeah, because it's not enough to be brought into the church. Many people who are sitting in church are going to end up just like unbelievers who never went to church. I'll repeat myself. Most ladies sitting in church will end up just like their unbeliever ladies' friends who don't go to church. They will sit in church and marry an unbeliever. They will sit in church and get HIV. They will sit in church and give birth to a child whose father they can't find. It's called, it's called born one. Yeah. And then they will sit in church and find another man and get pregnant again. And that is called born again. Then they will be in the church and find another man that they are not married to because they are in the church, but they are not spiritual. Paul talked about carnal Christians. Carnal. It's not enough to be brought to church. It's also important that you become spiritual and somebody must birth you into spirituality. It's not enough to sit in church. Tell two people, it's not enough that you are sitting in front here. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's good, but it's not enough. It's good. It is good that you are in church, but it is not enough. Somebody must teach you to be spiritual. That when you get, when I dash you hundred cities, you must not think like an unbeliever who doesn't go to church. As for you, when I dash you 100 Ghana, the first thing that you occur to you is how what, it, it is 20 CD notes, five twenties. Can somebody change one of the 20 CD notes for me? Why? Because I need 10 CDs to do what? To what? To what? To what? To buy what? House of cocoa. You need 10 CDs to buy what? To buy what? A wig. To do what? Pay your tithes. It means you are thinking differently from someone who does not go to church. A 
a person who doesn't go to church, when he gets handed Ghana, he will make a sound of the cross. That's why you have Christians who will, as they are walking, they will see 90 Ghana on the floor. 90 cities. There's no one there. When he takes it, he will make a sign of the cross. Say, everybody know. We're in the tight. We're in the tight. We're in the tight already. He's just, he's just saying that so that He's, he's absolved of paying tithes. He takes that, he counts 90 Ghana. Hey, we need the tithes. Yeah, because he doesn't want to pay nine Ghana cities. It's not enough to be in church. It's also important that when you are near a nice guy like this, it shouldn't occur to you to hold their breasts. It's not enough. You need someone to teach you how to be spiritual. It's not enough to be in the choir. You need somebody called a spiritual mother. Like Bishop had, he didn't have a father. He had a mother, a spiritual mother called Sister Betty. She took him to challenge Bookshop. She wasn't training Bishop to be a pastor. She took him to challenge Bookshop to buy a Bible. Sat him down in Achimota School dining hall and taught him how to have his quiet time. He wasn't training him to be a pastor. He was sitting in church and a pastor was taking offerings. I think he took two offerings. Then he was sitting by a lady and told the lady, ah, why this, this pastor likes money too much? And he said, the face the lady used to look at him the face, he will never forget it. So when the service ended, he didn't go home. The lady didn't say anything. No. The face she made ministered to Bishop's heart. So he stayed. When everybody left, he was in the church, walking up and down. So what do you look and say? He wants to see the pastor. Yeah, true story. He waited till the pastor had all his meetings. And he went to him. The pastor was surprised. What are you looking for? So he wants to see you. I, I want to see you. Why? Say, I came to apologize to you. That when you were taking the offerings, I made the comment that you like money too much. Yeah, truth. And I realized that from the face of the sister who looked at me, I realized that I hadn't done the right thing. So I waited to see you and say that I'm very sorry for that comment I made to you. The pastor couldn't believe it. Said, Is that why you have come? Said, yes, that's the reason why I've come. To say to you that I'm sorry for that comment I made. You didn't hear it, but I just feel that I can't go home. I must say sorry. So when you see him with 3,000 churches, you don't understand that it's not just preaching. It's not just a prayer life. But there's a blessing that is sitting on his head.
That's why Basanta leaders, especially Basanta leaders, have a responsibility. Ha! Kasamalo Makaya. Have a responsibility to turn your members, your dancers, your singers, your Basanta members into spiritual people. A Basanta leader ought to be. You, look, a Basanta leader is not supposed to train people to become Basanta leaders. Basentas do not exist to raise passes. A basenta does not exist to, te- to, to, to make people into shepherds. A basenta exists to make people into Christians, spiritual Christians. That is a basenta. And you must pray as a basenta leader that one day, one day, when your member who was with you for six months, two months, one year, one and a half years, travels to Bekwai, and he's talking about the person who brought him up to be a Christian, may that person mention you as a basenta leader who through the six months taught him how to pray, how to have your quiet time, how not to listen to unbeliever music. Basentes exist to make people spiritual. To make people come to church. That's why Basenta leaders bass. You head them to church. And after church, you must meet your Basenta members and find out, did you enjoy church? Kwame, tell me something you learned today. And by the way, Tuesday is a holiday. So we are going to meet around the church area. We are fasting from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. We are praying. Bring your Bibles. Kwame, do you hear? Esther, are you coming? When you are coming, call Abigail. Suddenly, you become a spiritual mother. And your Basenta members have a responsibility to honor you. Otherwise, it will never be well with them. When you see somebody who hasn't been to school and is not prospering, don't be too quick to say that it is the school he didn't go to. That's the reason why he's not doing well. Because there are millionaires in Ghana who haven't been to school. You don't need to go to school to prosper. There's another reason why you are struggling in life. Come and look at this boy. Where is Mr. Boye? To say to your father that you, until he changes his ways, you won't give him money. Father, he should stop drinking. He should straighten his life. Your father, no, no, not your boss, not, not, not even your bishop. Your father, you came from his loins. That if he doesn't stop drinking, he won't hear from you. Your father. Leviticus 17, verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. 
That this sentence alone should frighten you, Mr. Mwaji. Because the drunkard father you have, the life he is living as a drunkard, the life, sorry, not his was, was living as a drunkard, as a boozman, insulting people in the village, disturbing people. That life is because of the blood in him. And that blood is also in you. Everybody's life. He was a drunkard, not so. Yeah. He said what? A testimony in Bread of Life about how he used to drink and follow. Ah. And, and do what? And follow women. He used to drink, left his wife. His wife was. Is it true? No, he's lying. He's lying. Hey, stop lying in church. Don't lie. He's lying, eh? But he's saying the truth. What's the truth? Yeah, I will. Come. I'm glad I obeyed the Holy Spirit to preach this message. Give the microphone. Yeah. Have you forgiven him for lying? He's not lying. He's, he's, he's saying the truth. How many of you were there? What were you doing before? Yeah, I was chasing women and drinking. You were drinking? Yes. It's not true. It's, it's very true. So, the demons that were making him chase girls and drink, they have left him. That's why he's standing here. As, are you a center leader or a basenta yes, leader? Center leader. Center leader. But what he doesn't know is that those demons, they are going to roam and come back. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, I will, I will, I will, I shall return. So as you are giving your father ultimatum to stop drinking, otherwise you won't give him any money. What you don't know is that the blood in him that made him a drunkard is also in you. And that you are originally a drunkard. And that is by the grace of God that you are standing in church as a center leader. But those demons can come back. Everyone, everybody, please sit down. Everybody listening to me here must believe God. Look, even as a pastor, as a lady pastor, you need to have a spiritual mother yourself. Because you can be most unspiritual as a pastor in your marriage. You need a spiritual father to shout at you to be spiritual. If you don't have that Mordecai, you may be a lady pastor, 
but you will end up where you don't believe you will end up. I had to shout at a lady pastor. She was a pastor. She had packed her things. She was leaving her house. I had to shout at her to go back home. And I'm happy that at least she had somebody she could listen to. If you leave yourself to yourself, you will destroy yourself. Hello, it is not enough to be in church. It's not enough. You have done only 5% of the work to be in church. You need to submit yourself to the leadership of someone who will make you spiritual. Spiritual. You need somebody who will train you to be spiritual. Prayerful. You need someone to wean you off pornography. You need someone to wean you off alcoholism. There are fornicators here. And you can be in church, have a spiritual father. I've told you already. Luke 16, 22. Luke 16, 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Father Abraham. I'm sure you know who is speaking here. The rich man. Yes. He was in hell. But his father was in heaven. Twenty-five. And Abraham said, Son. So we are all in church. Oh. Your father in the church is in heaven in the church. And you are in the church and you are in hell in the church. I'm saying that being in church is not enough. You can be in hell in the church. There's a hell part of the church. Especially as the church grows. We are going to become 10,000 soon. Do you know 10,000 people? There will be homosexuals among them. Do you know 10,000 people? There will be adulterers. There will be married men in this church who sleep with members of this church. No unbelievers. There will be girls who are in church who are not looking for Jesus, who are not looking for Bible, but they are looking for spams to get pregnant. All she's looking for is a sperm donor. Don't worry if you don't believe me. When they get the sperm, you know who they really are. Father Abraham is in heaven and the son is in what? Hell! 
can be here in the church and be living in a marriage that is hell on earth. And the reason is that you fail to listen to a man, your pastor, a brother, your basenta leader, who was trying to make you spiritual by telling you, don't marry this man. But you have seen khakis. Either you have seen khakis or you have seen a house or, or one of the worst things women see. Do you know what they see? Can you guess what they see? One of the most tragic things women see that make them marry certain men is that they see their age. They see their age. I'm 42. I'm 38. I'm 37. I'm 43. I'm growing old. My breasts used to point this way. Now they are pointing towards my leg. I said, my breast used to do what? Point this way. Now they are pointing where? Downstairs. You pastor, you are a wicked man. You, you are married. You are sitting by your wife. You have got your wife. And me, I should be married. One of the reasons why we are in church is to be made spiritual. I will say it again. It is not enough to be in church. It's not enough to sit on a bus and come to church. It's not enough to be in a choir. It is some of you guys who are in the choir. I, I, I give you only one year, seven months. You'll be a homosexual in this church. One year, seven months. Mark it somewhere. You'll be having sex in your anus. They may think I'm joking. Every, every example I've given, I can mention names. Being in church is not enough. You can be in church and end up like an unbeliever who never came to church. What's your name, my dear? Ruth. Ruth. If you have come here, then step into deeper levels of the river to become spiritual. It's not enough to be in the choir. In fact, the choir is even a more dangerous place to live. No, I, I wish as I'm moving on, you will come close to me. You see, I'm looking at this column of members. They are all nice, nice girls. See the nice girl there, a woman there wearing a scarf. When a woman wears a scarf, she looks very sexy. You see beautiful hair, curly hair. There are nice girls here. I see nice girls also over there. One is even wearing glasses, like a former Miss area. But here. Yeah. I see nice girls here. Look at them. Look at them. Nice. Nice girls. But the choir. Yes. Nice girl per unit area. There's nowhere in a crowd this morning 
with beautiful girls per unit area. So if you are a brother in the choir and your testicles are eating you, are itching, itching testicles. It looks like you don't understand the preaching, eh? Mommy, you don't understand the preaching. Do you understand it? Yes. Can you imagine somebody, a, a guy? I mean, can you imagine me? Me, me, imagine me. Me, me. In the choir. I mean, come, come. Can you imagine me sitting here in the choir? Obinyanimio, Obinyanimi, Ayame Daisu. If I turn right, nice girl. I turn left, nice girl. In front of me, Brazia, Brazia, Brazia. spiritual if I don't know God I will have outdooring every month I'm not joking it is dangerous to be in church and you are not spiritual it's dangerous you are hurting yourself Sit down, I'm preaching. Why are you standing? But if you are spiritual, you will need to know, you, you will now learn how to be in control. Imagine you are in a church and uh, uh, Reverend Nyaku is your pastor. A handsome man like this. You can't even concentrate. But when you are spiritual, I tell you, you can be with a nice guy in the church and you are still a spiritual person. You are, you are with girls. You are, can you imagine you boys here? You boys. Dancing stars. You are dancing with girls. Shaking their buttocks at you. I'm preaching. Five boys and five girls go to the stage. Yes, it's okay. Play something for them to dance. You cannot wear this dress and not be spiritual. It is dangerous not to have a spiritual mother or a spiritual father in the church. It's dangerous. And basunta leaders but central leaders must be the spiritual mothers and fathers of our church members. Play it!
Keep Listen. 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 There is nothing you hear in the world that you should tell yourself doesn't exist in the church. Never do that. Never do that. There are members here who do drugs. There are married women, wives here who are in sexual relationships with other men who are not their husbands. Here, not not Zongo uh, Junction. Here. There are girls, ladies in this church who are not married, who are in relationships with married men outside the church. In the, the girl is here. As I'm preaching, they are here. Even, even where your panties are hanging this morning, that room, it's not your room. It's not your room. You were in bed with another man before you got up, joined the bus and came to church. And from the church, you are going back. It is not enough to be a member of the OEB Cathedral, Cathedral of Prosperity. It is not enough to be in the choir. It's not enough. It's not enough. Can you imagine the number of girls I could sleep with if I wanted girls to sleep with? Can you number it? Is there a calculator which can count it? Do you know a calculator which can count it? The girls I could sleep with in this church. Not worldwide. You cannot be in church and not be spiritual. You, for instance, there will be guys in this church who will chase you. Not that we have beloved those and I want to marry you. It's like you want to sleep with you. Mark it. You will come and tell me one day. So if you don't know Jesus Christ, like Joseph will say, no, I cannot sleep with you. Honestly. Honestly. As I'm talking now, I have an erection. But I still cannot sleep with you. I, I, will, I will sin against God. I can't. We need such Christians. But you must know God. You must know God personally. To talk that way. You must know God and fear God. Look. There is a certain level in life. Eh? You know, it is at a low level. Low, not low. But it's also at a certain level. Men chase women. Yeah, like you see a man like me. I'm chasing other girls. But that is at a low level. At a, at a higher level, the women themselves come and give themselves as living offerings. I have heard it in my ear before. Or was it the message I read on my ear? That you have done so much for me that I want to give myself to you. Yes. Don't worry. You don't believe me. Don't, don't, you, you, you just take it that a drunkard is preaching this morning. Just take it. Once a while, drunkards also preach. So take it that this morning, a drunkard is preaching. Don't mind me. You will take care of a church member. Not that she's a devil. Oh. 
not that she wants to destroy your life, but she is so graceful that and she doesn't have money. She, what do you want? Can I give myself to you? Here is dangerous to be here and not to be spiritual. It's very dangerous. I will prefer you never came here. It will be better for you that you never came to church. That's why people join the church and commit sins that they never committed when they were unbelievers. Because here in the church, the sins are sophisticated, complex, and sophisticated. Sophisticated sins. Not the ones in town where I see you, I sleep with you, you go and come. No, 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 no. No, no. Sophisticated. You could be a dancing star and have three boys who are having sex with you in the, in the dancing star. Don't, don't say, hey, there's nothing I'm saying which I don't know about. That is why I wish I had a signboard. Wanted. Wanted. Spiritual fathers and mothers. Wanted. Marrying in the church does not solve your sexual problems. I said, marrying does not solve your sexual problems. You can marry and become worse. You need to be spiritual. Spiritual. That's how we pray this morning. I didn't even know I was going to preach this, this message. This message, I, I, I got to know I was preaching it five minutes before I, I'm at the stage. I didn't know what I was going to preach when I came to church. I was directed to the book to prepare you for Galatians 6. But God knew the message he himself wanted to preach. If you lose God, Pastor Ekins, if you lose God, especially you that you are into new converts and first timers, if you lose God, you'll be lying by your wife and your eyes are open. Her breast, buttocks, naked, but your eyes are open. You are, you are seeing something else. Tell two people, it is not enough to be in church. I'm not preaching to young girls. I'm not preaching to young boys. I'm preaching to married women like you. Married men like you. Married men, old men, young girls, everybody. I'm speaking to students like you and workers like you. If you joke, I said... And say some things. The fact that we call you Pastor Lester doesn't mean you should stop being spiritual. You'll be amazed 
at what you can do in the church with your church members. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be amazed that you will begin to extort money from businessmen in your church. That's why we come to church on Sunday and hear the word of God. We attend Basenta meetings. We, have, we, 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 we wake up. We wake up. Tuesdays, we shepherds, we pray four to six just to help us. Just to help us. Because Father Abraham can be in heaven and his son is in hell. There is hell in this church. You just came. Come and see the pastors. They will tell you there is hell here. You can enter this church as a lover of girls. And within two years, you are now a lover of men. That is why on the 7th of October, next two Sundays, everybody under the sound of my voice. What's the date? 7th of October. Everybody. You leave yourself out, you are fried. We are going to honor the Father who has caused us to exist as Lighthouse members. If you have been in another church, you'd have been pregnant three times by now in a church, but not this church. Not this church. We are coming to honor with our substance. The father who has built us a cathedral like this. But the one we say we are taking our friends to church. We are confident that we are not taking them to a classroom. The one who teaches us. I'm holding his book. The message I have just preached is from him. It's here. I've read it. Spiritual Father. And the things I don't look into a book to read to you, they are already in me because He put them in me. So I don't need to read a book to show you that I'm preaching from Him. In fact, you have me as your pastor in 2018 because of him. So I'm sending you honor your father at home but honor your spiritual father and honor your father in the ministry your father of the denomination. Yes, it's called the father of a church. This church has a father. We are not bastards. Tell, comfort your neighbor. 
You are not a bastard. You are not a bastard. You have a father. You have a father. Hey, listen, listen. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That's why we don't mind, though. Even if we transfer, I can be moved from here to Kofuridua. I can be, ah, but I was at bed of life and I was moved here. I can be moved from here. The real father of this church is not me. He, his name is Bishop Dag Yuodnil. It is under him that we minister. And anybody who comes in the name of Bishop Dagwood Mills is blessed. He's the father. There is a father of a church. He's the founder of the church. And once a year, Galatians 6 6. Yes. If you want, you see, I didn't preach the message. Next week, next week, I'll preach about the three rewards. Of honoring fathers. But this Sunday, I taught you that we have fathers to honor. And if you leave even one out, it should not be well with you. You leave one out. Who gave birth to you spiritually? Who's your father in Christ? Through whom did you get born again? You can't even remember. Who is the person? You came to the church? And I was picked up by somebody. When you came to the church, you were not born again. No, I wasn't born again. So. Then you, you were picked up by somebody. Yes, Who led you to Christ? Pastor Solomon Barton. He led you to Christ. Look for him and honor him. Otherwise, it will. If he says, don't do something. So, so if I see you fooling and I send him to you and you walk him out of your house. It's over for you. Burn yourself or jump into the sea. You will never do well in life. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. And begin to pray for yourself. Father, give me a heart of honor. Yes. Open your mouth now and pray. Let me locate my fathers. As for next two weeks, as for next two weeks, as we honor the father of the church, Father, give me substance. Yes, to honor him. Put something in my hand. Yes. Lift your hands high. 
and receive grace to honor. It's called grace. Your prosperity is not in your hands. It is with somebody. Honor the person. Father, we thank you. Every eye closed. And every head bowed. We are going to surrender ourselves to our Father in heaven. So now I want to ask everyone to lift up your two hands. And we are going to talk to God. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. You are my Father. You are my Father. My responsibility. My responsibility. To honor fathers. To honor fathers. Also extends to you. Also extends to you. Oh God. Oh God. Today. Today. I have heard. I have heard. That I have a responsibility. That I have a responsibility. To honor you. To honor you. My heavenly father. My heavenly father. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. I'm determined. I'm determined. To honor you. To honor you. With my life. With my life. With my choices. With my choices. With my substance. With my substance. With everything in me. With everything in me. Teach me. Teach me. To place you high. To place you high. To consider you. To consider you. Before I take any step. Before I take any step. To think about you. To think about you. Before I yield my members. Before I yield members. To any cause. To any cause. Lord. Lord. Teach me to honor you. 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 Teach me to serve you. Teach me to serve you. Teach me to do your will. Teach me to do your will. I declare. I declare. That a new day, that a new day begins, begins from today. From today, I'm going to live. I'm going to live a life, a life that honest, that honest mothers, mothers, fathers, fathers. Lord help me. Lord help me. I want to do well. I want to do well. I want to live long. I want to live long. I want to last long. I want to last long. It must be well with me. It must be well with me. Curses must be broken. Curses must be broken. Say curses. Curses must be broken. Must be broken. And as I honor mothers. As I honor mothers. And fathers. And fathers. Curses. Curses are broken. Are broken. Shut. I'm free. I am free. I'm free. I am free. I'm free. I am free. To prosper. To prosper. Free. Free. To advance. To advance. Free. Free. To shine. To shine. Free. Free. To break. To break. Limitations. Limitations. I'm advancing. I'm advancing. I'm stepping forward. I'm stepping forward. I'm moving higher. I'm moving higher. I will not be like this. I will not be like this. All my life. All my life. Through honoring. Through honoring. Through honoring. Through honoring. I'll be lifted. I'll be lifted. I'll be blessed. I'll be blessed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For this great blessing. For this great blessing. Clap your hands and bless the Lord. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. 
Worship team, the royals, come and give us three worship songs. Quickly. Michael, choose. Keep clapping your hands. Don't stop. Don't stop. Lift your hands. One, one, one. You are the God that opens every door. You are the God that makes the blind to see. You are the God that gives us victory. You are the God that makes the blind the land to walk. Alpha and Omega, we worship your name. We worship your name. We worship your name, Lord. We worship Alpha and Omega, we worship your name. 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 We worship your name.
honor God to honor people who must be honored in your life so that it will be well with you lift your two hands a new grace is coming upon you and that is what is going to account for your prosperity not your MBA not your new job no but a new grace a new grace is coming upon you Jesus Father in yes. the name of Jesus this morning touch our lives yes to have honor in the name of Jesus for the things that must be honored amen touch our lives To understand what makes a man rise. Yes. And as we approach your table today, let the supernatural meal catapult us from the places of curses. Yes. To places of blessings. In the name of Jesus, we receive that grace. Every eye closed, every hand down. If you are here today, your friend brought you to church, but you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, and you want me to pray with you to be born again, lift your hand wherever you are. Yes. 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 It's your morning. It's your day to receive Jesus, to pray, to receive Jesus. And suddenly, God will be your heavenly father. And that begins a life of blessings and prosperity. Lift your hand high if you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus Christ. Yes. If your hand is up, leave wherever you are and come to me in front of you. Come and stand here. Come to Jesus. Jesus lift your two hands and the whole church pray this prayer with us say heavenly father heavenly father today i repent today i repent of my sins my sins i've done many bad things I've done many bad things I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I've done things I should not have done. I've done things I should not have done. But today, but today, I make you my father. I make you my father. Jesus, my savior. Jesus, my savior. Say, Jesus, my savior. Jesus, my savior. Jesus, my master. Jesus, my master. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. With Jesus as my master. With Jesus as my master. I declare. 
I declare that I am born again. That I am born again. All things, all things have passed away. Have passed away. I'm now a child of God. I'm now a child of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You see our pastors here. Please go to them. They're going to talk to you and share some things with you. Then you come back. Clap your hands for our brothers. Keep clapping your hands. Father, I sanctify this communion element. Hmm. That as we eat, when this communion enters our mouths, I want all of you to take your Bibles. Corinthians First Corinthians Chapter 11 Verse 24 First Corinthians. Please don't forget the verse we are about to read. Don't forget it. You will need to apply this verse. Even when the pastor hasn't read this. When you are about to eat communion, you need to remember this verse. First Corinthians 11, 24. When he had given thanks, watch it. He break it. And he said, take. Eat. Take and do what? Eat. This is my body. Please don't forget this verse. This is my body which is broken for you. Now, the last sentence is what you need. He said, do this. In what? Remembrance. I can't hear you. Remembrance. Do this in what? Remembrance. Remembrance of me. One of the reasons why we eat communion is to honor. Honor is one of the purposes, biblical reasons for communion. 
as soon as the bread enters your mouth, can I have my bread? Like this. Look at my bread. He said, he broke it. He said, eat it. Now, he told them, as you are putting the bread in your mouth, it is going to cause you to remember. You will remember me. When you eat communion, you don't forget people. Anybody who eats communion does not forget people. Do this. This do in remembrance. So some of you, as soon as you eat this, you will remember something somebody has done for you. That you have been ungrateful to the person. That's why I said communion is for honor. Hallelujah. So you remember Jesus Christ that it is because of Jesus that you are married. That you are in church. That you are not on drugs. That you, some of you would have gone mad. One lady told me, I can't see her today. She said, it is because of the church work. Because I was sucking her. And she said, you can't do that to me. This is the work I'm doing that has made me numb. I would have been in the mental hospital. The marriage I have, my friends are in the psychiatric hospital. It is this work I'm doing that makes me normal. So as you are sucking me, you are sending me to the mental hospital. I quickly reverse my decision. When you eat communion, you remember Jesus. But once you remember Jesus, other people Jesus has used will come to your mind. Amen. Today, as we eat it, many of you know Bishop Dagwood Mills, but you are going to remember certain things he has done because of you, you are because of which you are alive. Amen. Some of you are going to have supernatural revelations about who he is. Oh, yes. Do this to remember me. This is old English. The, the modern English would be do this to remember me. We can't be here. Enjoy this and forget the Father who made this possible for us. Father, bless these elements in Jesus' name. Share. And everybody begin to pray. If the communion has not come to you, pray. If it has come to you, pray. 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 Keep praying. Somebody is going to be blessed. 
Keep praying. Rabba Baba, Dima Malaka, Zindi Diki, Kari Endo Koroboko, Blendi Paspaya, Nimakaya, Denkere, Li Anteni Makusi, Lift your bread up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Father, as we eat this, may it lead us to honor. Yes. And through honor, may our well being begin. Amen. Take it. Yes. And eat it now. Eat it. <laughs> I hear wisdom. I said I can hear the word wisdom. Hallelujah. Look, there was a time in my life I was being tempted but God gave me strength to resist it. And today I am blessed because I did not dishonor. Lift it up. Through this blood, you are receiving strength. Amen. Strength to walk in the wisdom of God. Amen. No matter the opposition. Jesus. Strength. Strength. Because life is in the blood. I just saw someone kneeling down in front of somebody. And that is the beginning of the person's life. Amen. As you drink this, honor will be one of the principles of your life. Amen. No matter where you were born, Jesus. whether you were born in London hey. or you were born in Lankwantanai, honor will be one of the foundations of your life. Amen. Believe me, unfortunately, people will attribute your blessings to because you are a doctor, because you are a pastor. Because why? But even if you were a farmer, you will be blessed. You are. As soon as you drink this, new wisdom will flood your soul. Amen. And you will never. There are some people you can play with. There are some people you don't play with them. No. May you receive wisdom to know the difference. In the name of Jesus. The blood. The blood. Drink it. Lift your hands. So now, as your hands are lifted up, I'm prophesying to you. Prophesy. I'm prophesying over your life. Prophesy. That because of honor, you'll be chosen. Amen. You'll be singled out among 27 people. Amen. Because you will be you will be the twenty eighth person, but you'll be singled out. Hey. Something about you will be bright. Amen. I don't know what it is. Hey. I said I don't know whether it is your shirt or your shoes or your dress, but something about you 
It's attractive. Amen. Kadula Mazakote Bayah. I receive it. And the reason, the reason is that you are going to begin to walk in the wisdom of honoring fathers. Hasha. Lift your two hands now. I feel something that I'm feeling now. Somebody is being lifted. Right yes. now, I see something like a crane lifting somebody up. You are being lifted up. Yes. Bring them to me here. Yes. You are being lifted up. Yes. You are being lifted up. Yes. Ha. My God. Somebody is somewhere. And because of honor, you are being lifted. Yes. Bring them to me here. Give me oil. You will be selected. Yes. Selection. Yes. Selection. 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 Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Hey. You don't know what I'm feeling here. Some of you here. Suddenly. You are becoming a shining star. Not because you have an MBA. A spirit. Lift your hands now. A spirit is coming upon somebody. A spirit. It's a spirit of attraction. Jesus. That comes upon daughters Mamora. who honor fathers. It's a spirit of attraction. Yes. That comes upon daughters yes. who honor fathers. Jesus. That comes upon sons. Rasta. It's a spirit. A spirit. It is attracting blessings into your life. Lift your hands now. Kola. Yes. Cola, Jesus. Cola, Choco. Isihe sas, simuma hapa niketika. Ramalama ma. Let's dance. Anybody here, Jesus, who has had a problem? Ah, I was going to say something, but the Holy Spirit has reminded me. Said the word to use is O. Oh. Oh. You O. Oh. Close your eyes and lift your hands up. Anybody here who owes not money, not dollars, but you owe honor. Jesus. Somebody has been unhonored, dishonored. Not even dishonored. I'm not talking about you have dishonored somebody. You have not honored someone. Well, it's a type of dishonor. Lift your hands. The finger of God is reversing. Jesus. The finger of God is reversing things in your life. Jesus. I am commanding a brand new life of prosperity falling on you right now. Amen. Lift your hands. Father, I cause mothers and fathers, hey. wherever they are, 
to begin to bless my church members. Amen. Let a mother begin to speak. Amen. Let a father begin to speak. Amen. Let suddenly, Shaka. suddenly, Shaka. let the darkness be taken Jesus. away. Let the darkness be taken away. Amen. Bring them to me here. Suddenly. Suddenly. Kataha. Bikorobo kochiti. Dibakatika dibalupa. Ribakatari baketo koroba. Miezihe hamwaze mazila ka peduha. Keep your hand up. Panshki, panshki, paranebele meketura mahat. Teke kerebida lukama, kalamama, kalamama. Marambadika bashebelem bekita zize. Kweze menema, kula mina mikazudele mekikaraha. Wende meketerika te storo kopanjini makara. Your prosperity is now starting. Jesus. Professor. There's a young man here in the office. Professor. In the office. Professor. They will select you. Amen. For promotion. Yes. I mean it. Impulse. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him to me. As I speak it. Caroline, come here. Come. Come. Jesus. What you lack, Jesus, is being given to you today. It's like a book. It's like a spiritual book that you'll be reading from. You read from it. And from it, you receive guidance. Jesus. Your level of honor is now multiplied by bias. Lift your hands. And as we close the service, I'm conferring on you now. Jesus. That among your brothers, who? Among your sisters, Professor. Among your classmates, Professor. Among those in that office with you, Jesus. You are now marked for selection. Amen. I say you are now marked for selection. Amen. Receive it as a blessing now. Take it. I take it. Honor, People are going to honor you. Amen. Because you honor fathers. There's a lady here. You are, you work with three people. But there's a boss over you. God is removing the scales of your boss's eyes. Amen. Somebody here, I, 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 I just saw myself with an offering bag. Give me an offering bag. Somebody here, there's one, somebody here. You just felt like coming to give an offering right now. And you stopped. I don't know what, maybe you thought there was no offering. Right now, not 10 minutes ago. Right now, you just felt like coming to give an offering. Just stay, coming to sow a seed. That if you are here, come and put that offering. I've made a way for you. One of the 
works of a shepherd is to make a way. Lift your hands. Honor. Abana. Honor. Abana. Honor. 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 Jesus. Honor. Honor. You will be honored. In the name of Jesus. Honor. Yes. 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 I see somebody here. Your face is like light bulbs are turning on. Are, are, are being turned on in your face. Light bulbs are being turned on. Light bulbs. Lift your two hands now. Your face is shining now. Amen. Somebody here. Your face is shining. Amen. Bring them to me here. Any veil over your head. Keep your hands lifted. In that corner there, somebody's face is beginning to shine. Yes. Yes. Your face. 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 Lift your two hands. Something that was meant for someone is going to be given to you. Amen. I see that happening because suddenly your face looks like someone. Somebody will see you and remember someone and bless you. Bring it to me here. Bring this girl again to me. This girl. Your face. It shines. Yes. Shine. Clap your hands, everybody. And bless your face. Yes. Clap your hands. Favor. 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 Yes. You'll be chosen. Yes. You'll be selected. Yes. You'll be you'll be yes. chosen. You'll be selected. Favor. Favor. Favor.
Whatever was locking a door. Ha. Ha. Any devil that had padlocked a door. Keeping you away from marriage. Jesus. From children. Jesus. From prosperity. Jesus. I break that padlock now. Clap your hands and pray. Radabayasa, Radabayasa, Akayene Barani Mamando, Ibegede Granimaha, Pelonomo Cosica Vivia, Mameya, Mameya, Mayapara Crastara, Rayana Shiana, Nasegede, Nasegede, Mayome, Rayana Baba Massima, Ino, 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 Ino. for listening to this podcast we believe that you have been truly blessed you can send a mail to bishop edwin ogo at bishop edwin ogo at gmail.com introduce this podcast to a friend keep listening and keep living passionately for god